You're listening to the Rise and Love podcast, where we believe that you get to have love and success in all areas of your life. Your host, Crystal Iram, will help you understand yourself, your relationships, and what's keeping you from having the love, relationship, and life you really want. Week after week, you'll have your mind blown as you learn from experts and listen in on honest conversations to experience mindset shifts and get practical instruction on how to use your mind to support you in getting everything you desire. We'll get to the heart of the matter when it comes to designing and elevating all aspects of love and life. Here's your host, educator, relationship coach, and lawyer, Crystal Iram. So I had a very interesting thing that happened this morning. Last week, I put out several calls to action to apply to work with me one-on-one, and I got 12 applications, and I ended up canceling almost all of the calls. Like all of the people who had received their applications and they scheduled calls, I sent out emails to them and basically told them that based on their applications, they weren't qualified to work with me. And there's a reason for this. Obviously, I'm running a business here, and not everyone is going to be the right fit for our work together. And as someone running her own business, it's important that I protect my time and that I really make time to connect with and talk to people that I think are going to get fantastic results from working with me and also are ready to step into one of the containers that I've created, either through one of my one-on-one programs or group coaching programs or courses. I had a bunch of women apply. A lot of them just weren't qualified. And the reason that I was doing these calls was to find people for my one-on-one coaching. So... Most of them I just canceled and that was that. And I gave them recommendations for other things that might be a better fit based on whatever the reason was that they were not qualified. And that was that. Today, I got a message from one of the women and she was enraged. She was so mad that I had canceled her call. And she sent me this very, you know, a note that really expressed her feelings. And she said, I am highly disappointed that you canceled my men- my trial mentoring session when I was interested in learning more about your services. This is a terrible business and horrible customer service. I honestly extremely upset and offended. You have presented yourself and your brand in a highly misleading way. I'm sure you're plenty successful in your own right, but how dare you make a decision about me without even speaking with me? Awful. Exclamation, exclamation, exclamation. So that's the message. That was the first thing that I, the first message that I saw this morning when I opened up my phone, basically. And, you know, it was interesting. It was like an interesting thing for me because in the past I could have received something like that and I would have been so triggered. And my response would be like, oh my gosh, I hurt her feelings. I was too rude. I need to apologize. How can I fix this? What if this ruins my business? She's going to ruin my reputation. Maybe she's going to post about it. And like a whole slew of things, like on and on it could have gone. But I read the message and I was able to sort of skip through the trigger and just go straight to the truth, which was that I didn't do anything wrong and I do not have to control everyone else's emotions. There's nothing wrong with her being upset and there's nothing wrong with what I did. But, you know, I did want to, you know, I am running a business here. I do care about the people that reach out to me. I'm always grateful when people are interested in working with me. And so it wasn't something I was going to dismiss lightly. But, you know, there was a lot of things where I just had to sort of, like, look at what was going on, look at what she said, and, like, what is true for me? You know, the first thing that came to my mind was she said, you know, you canceled my trial mentoring session. And I just wanted, you know, it's just like, 
I don't offer trial mentoring sessions. That's not a thing. Um, what I offer are interviews. After I've received an application, I interview people to make sure that we're the right fit. And it has to be the right fit on both ends. Like, obviously, I have to want to work with them. They need to want to work with me. But it's not a trial mentoring session. And so that was an interesting thing that she said. And I think that that's where a lot of people are coming from is they're hoping just to have a free session, which is not something that I'm currently offering. So that was sort of like the first thing that I noticed. You know, she said, this is terrible business and this is horrible customer service. And again, I thought about it. I was just like, well, that's not true. It's not terrible business at all. I am here, you know, offering a service and I cannot spend all my time on the phone with unqualified prospects. And you shouldn't be on the phone with unqualified prospects either if you're running your own business. And if you're not running a business and you're dating, you also should not be spending time on unqualified prospects. You know, and that's really what it made me think of is that, you know, when I was dating, I would do the same thing. I had pretty tight boundaries around who I would go out with. And I didn't have that the whole time. Initially, I would go out with anyone that sort of came my way because I wanted to be open. And, you know, I still think that it makes sense to be open, especially if you are not overwhelmed with the number of dates you're getting. I was getting a lot of dates. I had a lot of opportunities to go out and I was burning myself out. And so I needed to create stricter boundaries around who I was actually going to go out with, who I was going to spend time with. And so I tightened up my boundaries and I started going out with guys that were much, much more qualified. They were much more what I wanted. And the whole thing became less exhausting because when I went out with them, it was like, okay, I'm really on the right track here. It was just like more fun. It felt easier. It felt much lighter for me. And so that's the same thing that I do in my business. Why get on the phone with someone who knows they're not going to be the right fit for my one-on-one work? And that's what those calls really were for, to find people for my one-on-one work. For people who are going to join Magnetizer Match, which is my signature program, which is incredible, they don't need to get on the phone with me first. They can read my content. They can read the sales page. They can come in that way. It's not such a high price program where that really feels necessary. And then I have these much smaller offers, which again, no one needs to get on the phone with me. People can feel if that's the right fit for them. They don't need to talk to me, you know, and then horrible customer service. I, you know, over here, I have Sam is on my team. He is my customer service guy, my right-hand man, and he's amazing. So I was just like, that's not accurate. Sam is very on top of things and very responsive, and he takes great care of my clients and students. So again, it's just not true. You know, obviously, even in the email that I sent, I gave recommendations for other things that could be used. And I said, if there was a miscommunication, if you are interested in working with me one-on-one and you are willing to invest, then we can have the call. But that was the question was, are you willing to invest financially? And the answer was just no. No, I'm not willing to invest financially. So for me, it was a very black and white, straightforward thing, like why this wasn't a fit. I'm extremely upset and offended. I already gathered that much. Then she said, you've presented yourself and your brand in a highly misleading way. You know, I don't really know exactly what that means because I don't know what she thought about my brand before, but I think that I'm representing myself and my brand in a very straightforward way. I'm running a business here. This isn't for charity. And the work that I do is powerful and transformational. And I believe in it very strongly. And I get my clients amazing results. It's my job. I love my job, but it's a job. Like I get paid for this. I feel like that should be known. But if it's not, yes, this is my job. I do charge for it. Not just doing it for kicks and giggles. Although frankly, I would do it for kicks and giggles because I love it. It's like what I was doing even before I was charging for it, but 
I've wised up. Now I charge. I get paid well for it, but it's work that I love. It is work though. I'm sure you're plenty successful in your own right. Well, thank you. But how dare you make a decision about me without even speaking with me? Awful. I thought that was interesting that it was interpreted that way, that I was making a decision about her without consulting her. And, you know, I didn't see it that way at all. I saw it as I made a decision for myself and my business and the kind of clients that I want to work for. And I had an application, which was fairly straightforward. And based on the application, she was not qualified. Same as if you apply for a job and they say, you know, thank you so much. We're really interested, but we've decided to go with a different candidate. Same sort of thing. Yeah, I didn't really see this making a decision for her. She made a decision saying that she wasn't willing to invest. And so it was really just that we weren't a match. All of this, I think, could be applied to dating. You know, I think that people can get very scared of rejecting someone, saying like, oh, I don't want to turn this guy down because like, what if no one else comes along? Or if I was like, oh, I can't reject all these applications because what if I don't ever get more clients? And, you know, that's real scarcity thinking. It's just not the case. It's not true. It's not real. There are an abundance of powerful women who can use support around finding love. There are abundance of men who can be wonderful partners for you. So to get caught in the scarcity, it does not serve you just like it would not have served me. And, you know, the same sort of goes for like, when I start catastrophizing and I'm like, oh my gosh, what if this gets around? And like, I really am horrible and have horrible customer service and all that stuff. It's like, you need to know the truth about yourself. No one else can tell you that and no one else outside of you can change it. So she can hold an opinion of me and that does not make it true. And that does not actually have to have any effect on myself. Um, you know, and I think that's the other thing is like, for me, recognizing that I can have this really like hot, angry energy directed my way and it doesn't have to hurt me. I'm a very sensitive person, you know? It's like I can feel everything. I'm very aligned with my body and my emotions. But I don't have to be triggered by what someone else is experiencing. I don't have to go into that experience with her because that doesn't have to be real for me. That's not, it's not real for me. So those were my main points about that. I did have one other thing I wanted to say, I think. Ah, yes, there was one other thing I wanted to say. So, you know, it's like, I'm always grateful when people are interested in working with me. I'm grateful for everyone that sort of crosses my path. I don't believe that it's ever accidental. And so... I don't have to be like, you're not qualified, like I'm over you. For me, it's more of an attitude of like, out of respect for my time and out of respect for your time, we're not a fit. And so I'm not going to get on the phone with you. But I also get to say to the universe, thank you universe for sending me this woman who wants support in her love life, who wants support calling in her man. I'm super excited to help women with this, but I also need this. You know, and I did the same thing when I was dating. Like, if I met someone and we went on a date and it was a lame date, I didn't have to be like, oh, he's the worst. That was miserable. What a waste of my life. It was just like, thank you, universe, for sending me this man who wanted to take me out. That was lovely. But he's not the right fit for me. Here is what I want instead or in addition. Here's what he had that I like and here's what he did not have that I also require. So it's just like being strong around those boundaries and standards for yourself, not letting it be something that like gets you worked up or upset, but just thanking the universe for what you were sent and knowing and believing and trusting that something else is going to come along that is more aligned with what you desire. So 
there are my thoughts on that. I hope this was helpful for you and I'll talk to you again soon. I am so grateful for all of my listeners. I love creating this content. I love this podcast. And there's nothing I want more than for more women to have happy, healthy, loving relationships with the man of their dreams. Now, I have a small favor to ask. If you have been listening and enjoying the podcast, please leave me a rating and review on iTunes. It helps so much. It is the only way that we are going to get this content into the hands and ears of the women that really want it and need it. So if you have been listening for a while and you're absolutely loving the podcast, leave us a rating and review. It means absolutely everything to us. Thanks so much and thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Check out the show notes and be sure to tune in next time to the Rise and Love podcast.